na 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 no nose world na 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 no nose world da 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 that's no nose world <laughs> hello my true beauties and welcome to my second official podcast Woo-hoo-hoo! so how are we doing today good maybe not so good either way i still hope that listening to my ramblings will help you feel just a little bit better if you're in a good mood then i hope it puts you in an even better mood and if you're in a not so great mood then i hope i can lift your spirits a bit today i want to talk to you all about something personal One of the goals of my podcast is for me to be as transparent as possible so that these episodes will be as real as possible so that everyone listening will be able to get something out of them. I don't want to be just anyone saying just anything and spewing randomness all over the place. I want my words and my messages to be real, raw, and purposeful so that when you hear them, you are listening, you are digesting, you are understanding, and they mean something to you. As the esteemed Maya Angelou once shared, people will forget what you said, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So without further ado, let's get into it. Growing up, I never really had a super close relationship with my older siblings, partly because they were so much older and partly because having a close relationship with me wasn't really a priority for them. Now, don't get me wrong, I've had some really good times with both my brother and my sister together and individually, but not so good times or what governed my memory. My brother whom I love, star athlete, tall chocolate ladies man, as goofy as all get out. I can't even count how many wet wheelies you've given me, you dirty booty little boy. (laughs) To walk a mile in your shoes still wouldn't be enough for me to understand what it was that made you go astray. When I looked at you, I couldn't help but see that night you were in a frenzy. You were packing up all your clothes and you were screaming at mom. I was asleep when it started, but it got so loud it was unbearable. I remember leaving my room and going into the hallway to investigate, and you two were just going at it. I mean, it was a screaming match for the ages. Even Erin was shocked, trying to figure out what it was that got you all riled up as she was trying to bring you down. I think she might have been crying, which is how you know it was pretty rough, because she doesn't do that outside of church, at least not in front of us. I remember this was the one time I didn't cry, I know, shocker, because I was being strong for Naila. She was still in the room, too scared to come out, just bawling her little eyes out. I told her it was okay, but I lied. It wasn't okay. Not for her, not for me, you, any of us. When I looked at you, I couldn't help but see that time the car broke down, so mom and dad couldn't come pick me and Naila up from school for hours, so they asked you to, but you respectfully declined and drove right past us, even though we were on the way, because you had to pick up the love of your life from work, and God forbid you were a few minutes late. I can't help but think about that little trick you pulled with school that mom is still paying for, by the way. When I look at you, I can't help but wish you were always the big brother I know you could have been. I often felt alone because I wished I had the sibling relationship and bond that my older siblings had with each other. 
I was in that awkward place as the middle child where I was too young to roll with the older siblings but a little too old to relate to my little sister in any kind of way at the time. I remember a number of days when I asked my mom why she waited so long to have my younger sister and I, although if I'm being honest, I was more so concerned with why she waited so long to have me. If you would have had me X amount of years earlier, then I would be in the same boat there, on. I remember wondering why God had to let my mom have all those miscarriages because I just knew that I would have had that close relationship with those fallen angels that I longed for. For a long time, I couldn't understand why my older siblings couldn't love my younger sister and I the same way they loved each other. Obviously, they know how to love because they reciprocated amongst themselves, but for some reason, there was a disconnect in the love when it came to showing it to the rest of the family. My sister, whom I love, beautiful, party animal, minister of music, bullheaded and stubborn like the Taurus you are, songbird. To walk about a thousand miles in your shoes wouldn't be enough for me to understand what it was that led you astray. When I look at you, I can't help but remember the love that you used to hold in your heart for me. The times we played doctor, even though you once told me I had an Adam's apple and politely filled me in on the fact that only boys had those when I looked confused, (laughs) were some of the best memories I have with you. When I look at you, I can't help but think about how all of that went out the window the day I asked for a hug and you declined respectfully, letting me know that at a certain age you stopped giving girls affection. A statement I can't say time has allowed me to understand. When I look at you, I can't help but think about the time you tried to rush out of the house so I couldn't go to church with you and after a failed attempt, locked me out of the car and would have pulled off and left me standing outside had I not stepped in front of it. Probably one of the first times I really stood up for myself against you. When I look at you, I can't help but hear you say that you didn't get your car to be a chauffeur and that we aren't your kids when my parents asked you to take Naila and I to school in the morning, a tax that you were paid to do, need I add. When I look at you, I can't help but think about those times you hit me and how I couldn't understand what I had done to make you so angry. I have never and would never put my hands on Naila and she can be more than a handful. When I look at you, I can't help but think about how when we need you, you aren't there. But when you need us, there's no question about whether or not we'll show up. When I look at you, I can't help but think about how when I need you, you aren't there. But when you need me, if you ever needed me, there would be no question about whether or not I would be there for you. No matter how many times I try to convince myself that that's not true. I often wondered, and still do wonder at times, if you love me at all. As I got older and as time progressed, my dismay shifted from not having a super close relationship with my older siblings to not having a super close relationship with my older sister. I don't know why, but I really wanted to have that. I felt like I needed that. I wanted us to laugh and joke and talk on a regular basis. I wanted her to do my hair and take me shopping. I wanted us to hang out at the movies or something. I don't know. 
really, I wanted her and my brother too, but mostly her, to be something that she wasn't, that they weren't. And that was a part of my problem. One of the wisest and most universal things my dad has ever said to me was that we have to love people for who they are and not who we want them to be. My mom and dad, whom I love with all of my heart. Hardworking, hilarious, literally the best pair of parents I could have ever asked for. Loyal and loving to a fault. All you all have ever wanted to do was to show us what real love is. And for that, I am eternally grateful. That doesn't mean you haven't made mistakes, but it means that you did what you could when you could as best as you knew that you could. To let two adult children who have gone astray stay in your home, free of rent, free of judgment, free of limited chances to F up, is something that only the heart of saints could bear. Some would say the hearts of fools, but I know that your love has no bounds and you just wanted them to see that. Dad, I know that there were plenty days when you were like, all right, I'm done, but you kept trying anyway. And mommy, my dear, sweet, sweet mommy, I know there were days, nights, afternoons, and evenings when you cried for your children because all you wanted was for the prodigals to come home. I can't even recite all the excuses you came up with in their defense because you would and will never give up on them. Even when you knew that anyone else in their right mind would. I hope one day that those tears stop flowing. My brother and sister, whom I love, didn't you know that we loved you? I mean, couldn't you tell? Don't you know that we love you? That no matter what we've been through or what we go through, that we will always be there for you? Us. Mom, Dad, Naila, me, us. Who have fallen on the side that the grass is not greener on. Us. That will welcome you with open arms whenever you're ready to return home. See, the higher the standard you hold for others and the higher their pedestal is that you put them on, the higher your chance of being let down or disappointed is. When you allow yourself to love someone in the way that someone should be and deserves to be loved, you open yourself up to be hurt. But that's what vulnerability is all about. It's about trusting the person you love with all the soft, squishy places that you have inside, hoping that they will treat them with care. What you ask yourself when you reach that point, though, is, does this person deserve my pain? Are they worth the pain that comes with loving them the way that I do? Sometimes the answer is yes, and that's okay. Sometimes we still allow the people that the answer would be no for to continue to hurt us and harvest our pain, but that's okay, too. What's not okay is making the same mistake over and over and over again. The definition of insanity, as per Albert Einstein, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. If we decide that it is time to let those people go and let God because at that point it's above me now, then that's what we should do. But should we decide to stick it out to the end? 
ride till the wheels fall off and deal with the pain in hopes that those people will have an epiphany and get it together, then bless your heart, you do that. But don't be shocked when they do what they've been doing for the past 20 years. You expect something different when you see something different. If you're seeing that they're doing the same things that they've always been doing and falling into that same pattern, then you expect them to do the same things that they've always been doing and fall into that same pattern. Because if you stay ready, you ain't got a year ready, okay? Ain't no stopping me now. Why? Because Nuttles on the move. (laughs) That's all for this episode, guys. I will see you all next week. The next one will be posted on Sunday. And remember, in case nobody has told you this today, I love you. Bye.